is uh, episode 42. We are back to back finally. Uh, hopefully, no more bullshit, you know? It was mainly me. It, it was it was not mainly me. It was all me. Just tossing that one out there. I'm always the problem child for this podcast. Uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't bullshit, though. It was... There, well, were, there were reasons. Yeah, there was reasons, but it was... It was my bullshit. Um, but I've thought about it, and it's taken me a year and a half to come up with this this uh, point. So remember, when we first started this episode, we wanted punishments for whoever got who lost the disagreements. Oh, not this week. I don't like that this week. That well, no, we'll start next week because we actually tied this week. <laughs> oh, so, did we really? Yeah, we tied. Oh boy. Um, like we could win, we could beat each other in like anything. We are like tied on who did better overall, like everything is just, yeah. So like you would win one, uh, league, I'd win the other league. You'd win one league. I'd win the other league. So we're tied all the way around. Nobody won. Nothing. Oh, good. Right. So that's, that's a good thing to bring it up today. And I thought about it in the shower last night. So here, here it is. Tell me if you like it or not. So. The loser has to do the closing out, which doesn't sound too bad, right? Because I close out all the time. But the winner gets to pick who they have to impersonate as they close out. Oh, shit. Right? So, like, oh. I close out all the time. But now there's a chance that you could be like, yeah, you can close out as uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Now I got to fucking do that voice as I'm closing out the fucking episode. <laughs> I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that, honestly. Well, we got it. We had to have some sort of punishment. We haven't been working we on will, it. So we'll figure something out. So yeah, far, that's sure. the best thing I can come so up far, with. So far, that is the best thing. I just don't know if I can do that. <laughs> well, you better fucking win, John. I guess so. <laughs> and here's the thing, too. The winner doesn't have to come up with it either. The fans can throw in, like, Whoever they want us to impersonate too, and you you bet your ass it's gonna get out of hand really fucking fast. I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Like have to close out as Steven Seagal. See, my thing is though, I can only do probably three impersonations. So Well, that's why it's your best. Just, <laughs> just do your best. Oh man. And you know what? It gives people incentive to listen to the very end now because they want to see what stupid shit's gonna happen. I guess that's fair. It works. It works. Think about the logic and then just dump it in the trash can because we don't know shit about how podcast works. That is also true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, again, we just tied up fucking everything. And at first, whenever I was doing all the uh, the results, I was like, God damn, I lost hard. Well, I, then I, came I lost back. bad. No. Well, we, bit, we did really terrible overall. Like, oh I, yeah, I am. I looking at like Challenge Cup and Champions Cup. It was. I know I did not do well there. Pretty bad, dog. We sucked ass. But, I mean, that is what it is. Shit, we took off like six weeks, so get a little, get a little yeah, bit of a uh, little, little rusty, little leeway, yeah, on uh, these results. Uh, so let's start off with the champions. Yeah, the champions kept the first game was Linster versus Toulouse. 
and uh, first disagreement also. And you had Leinster twenty four to twenty two. I had to lose thirty to twenty six. And God damn it! They smoked him, dude. Leinster just oh, dude, look, they put off the easy. burners. Yeah. At first, it was like the first fourteen minutes. I was like, this is gonna be a good fucking game. They're going yeah, back and to, forth. To lose scored first, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then, but and then Leinster, all they were doing was penalty goals. Yeah. And it was like, all right, this is gonna be a pretty close game. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It, yeah. It. Uh, actually, the first one was uh, Dupont with that fucking ninety-five meter run. I think that was the first try, and it was like, here we fucking go. Nope. It was so bad. It didn't. It looked. Yeah, it was just terrible. I don't even. I don't even know. It looked like Toulouse and Toulon just like swapped teams with each other really quick. Well, that's what happened. Toulon, the first, they were like. In very last place by quite a bit to start off the season, and now they've just been absolutely rolling these teams over. Yeah, I saw that this week. Yeah. That that game well, won like ten or eleven in a row. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Talon versus Series was probably my highlight game. That game was so fucking awesome. Mainly just uh, yes Series no. lose. I loved it. Watching Saracens lose, but at the same time, like both of those teams committed so many penalties. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it was bad. If Toulon, it was bad. If Toulon didn't commit those penalties, they beat Saracens by 40 points, probably. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, but still. Just, I don't know. I, I love that game. I was fucking pumped during that game. They uh, Anyway, we'll get to that one. Uh, but yeah, Leinster, Leinster took that one 40 to 17, so. To lose, he yeah, kind of let me down a little bit. Pretty just, easy just win it. for uh, the Irish national team, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, then we had Racing ninety two versus La Rochelle. Uh, we both that one had. Off at halftime. Yeah, we both we both had Racing, and you had them thirty one twenty eight. I had them thirty two to thirty, and La Rochelle took that one twenty to thirteen. Yeah, it was. Did not, not see a, that. Not a fun one to watch. I shut it off at halftime. I was like, I'd rather watch something else. Yeah, that's, that's a rough one. That's a really rough one. Didn't watch it, but it's a rough one. So, with that being said, you're going to have Leinster versus La Rochelle. It's a rematch uh, of last year's semifinal. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah, last, cool. Last year, La Rochelle overpowered them, and they just. I think what happened last year was. Um, Leinster rested a bunch of their uh, internationals like two weeks before. So they came in not having played for two or three weeks and they just, they weren't ready to face the pack of La Rochelle, but it's going to be different this year. I think. We shall see. Uh, They're not playing this coming week. So we'll just go ahead and jump into the challenge cup. First game was Leon versus wasps. You had wasp 31, 28 had Leon 24 to 21. Uh, it also a good game. Leon, they were very physical. That shit was insane. Yeah. And again, it's one of those games that if Wasps just don't commit those penalties there at the end of the game, they they probably win it. But they just committed too many penalties to to win the game. Gave away too many opportunities. Yeah, it looked like the Wasps had, had a pretty good. I mean, it was twenty eighteen, so they did have a good chance. Uh, and they were, I mean, they were doing really fucking good too. But yeah, 
Yep, yep. But the the game of my weekend was series versus Toulon. We both had Hang series. On, Corey, there, did you see Dan Robson's leg after the game? No. The wasp scrum half. He slid a couple times and got some tries. Shit, like his legs were absolutely fucked from that. Is that pitch. a turf field? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Completely burned over and shit. It was yeah, gross, man. Surf has no place in rugby, man. That is that's brutal. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck turf, man. Uh, But yeah, like I said, Talon versus Series was my favorite match. Uh, We both had Series to win. You had forty-two to seventeen. I had Series thirty-eight to twenty-nine. Talon took that one twenty-five to sixteen. Uh, I don't even know what to say for the series, man. They, uh, they honestly, they got the score, I think is even generous to Saracens because like I said, if it wasn't for all those penalties that Toulon committed in the first half, yeah, game would have been right. And their kicker missed a few kicks in the first half too. So, I mean, that, that mixed those penalties. I mean, Toulon should have run away with that one. They, and their they best mean, player wasn't even playing for them. So who's that? Justin Colby. Oh, he played. Oh, yeah, he does, huh? Yeah, but he hasn't played for them for a while. But I mean, they made it work without him. <laughs> oh, dude, they were fucking them up. And you know, like, I don't know if that's just the way of of series, but they did not let them rest, man. Before they they weren't even like really initiating a whole lot of rucks. They were just tossing the ball around. They would not let the the series like set or anything, and it was fucking working, man. They were running up the field. They were fucking them up. I loved it. So, kudos to Talon, man. They took down the series, and I don't think anybody thought they were going to win that game. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, well, I think a lot of people were thinking about the Toulon that was in the last place of top 14, not the Toulon that's been on, you know, an absolute tear over the past three months. So... Yeah. All right. Um, so in the Challenge Cup, you're going to have Leon versus Toulon. Oh, this is Leon's first first major cup game since like 1933 or something like that. Uh-huh. So they, haven't made, they haven't made like an actual, like a big final in any league since the 30s. I so thought almost they were years. team. They're all right. That's the thing. They've just been kind of all right. Um, and URC, we're probably just going to hit these two games real quick. We're not even going to hit no standings. There's no point. It's just two games. Uh, so the first game was Dragons versus Cardiff. We both had Cardiff to win. You had 46 to 30. I had 26 to 10. And uh, they actually barely won that one. Uh, 19 to 18. Yeah, I think they had two red cards in the first half, though. Oh, did they? I I believe so, yeah. That's their fault. Yeah. Well, I figured you can beat Dragons with only 13 guys, so, you know. Uh, that's, that's okay. Point. <laughs> the next game was Bennington versus Zebra, and, uh, yeah, you were right. They they kind of made that one a little personal. Uh, you had Bennington 52-19. to 19. I had them 34-10. to 10. And they took that one 39 to 17. So you're. You were pretty close. I was close for the winner. You were close for the loser. 
Right, well, we got to around about then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we, we all saw it coming, so what can you say? We do have URC games upcoming, so we can hit those results real quick or predictions really fast. Right. First games is going to be Benetton versus Cardiff. I'm going to say Benetton 29-24. Benetton 29-24. I'll give uh I'll give it to Benetton too. I have them written down already. I don't have any scores. Uh but I'm going to go I'll say 32 to 20. Uh, then we have Ulster versus the Sharks. Hmm. I'm going to say Ulster. because the Sharks are not going to be at home now. They don't have that home field advantage they've been having for the past three months, two months, whatever it's been. I'll say Ulster 23 to 17. Well. Either I look like a fucking genius or I look like an asshole, but I'm giving it to the Sharks 36 to 28. Damn. Yeah. Come back. Uh, Ospreys versus the Bulls. Um. I think the Bulls are a better team, but I'm going to give it to the Ospreys. 19 to 17. I think if Alan Wynn Jones is playing, maybe they win. You're giving it to who? The Ospreys? Ospreys? Yeah. The fuck? Okay. Well, that's I'm just already... that we're going to see the South African teams look as good outside of. Especially if, they're, if they've already qualified for the finals. For playoffs, maybe they don't send like their their A side out there. That's true. All right, so I, I got the <laughs> I got the Bulls thirty eight to twenty four. <laughs> I mean that's also fair. So <laughs> uh, dragons versus the lions. Uh, the lions thirty four to ten. All right, we're on a closer topic now. Uh, I got the line 32 to 18. Uh, Connick versus Zebra. Uh, Connick 42 to 19. 42 to 19. And now, now I have a shirt to represent that day. Sure, you can represent them now. Uh, I got Connick 26 to 16, though, so I'm a little bit more modest on how much they'll do, just because I'm still not sure about them. Uh, yeah, Scholars well, versus the Storms. Connacht are like a team that they'll hang in there with Leinster or Leicester. Like, they'll almost beat them. You know, they'll score 40 points to keep up with them. But then when they go to play Zebra, you know, they'll just be like, oh, well, maybe we'll score 14 points this week. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. They're unpredictable. <clears throat> Scarlet versus the Stormers. Ooh. Stormers are really good. Scarlets are probably the best Welsh team. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn it. I'm going to say... I need something to flip. 
Oh, is that close, huh? Yeah. It's not as close. I need something to flip here. Let's see. Got a pen for a pen drop. All right. Oh, you're going falls, that route, huh? If it falls left, I'm going Scarlet's. If it falls right, I'm going Stormers. Going Scarlet's. Oh, boy. 23 22. 23 to 22 to the Scarlet's. All right. That's uh, another highlighter there. I figured. I, yeah. I got Stormers 30 to 24. Man, we are one league into predictions, and we're already half of the disagreements we had last week. Somebody's going to have a terrible impression next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be pretty bad. Well. Uh, Edinburgh versus Glasgow. I got to go with... Edinburgh. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I had to flip it there last second. They're playing okay. in Edinburgh. I think they're going to win it. 23-20. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, let me bust out the highlighter here. So you got 23-20. Uh, I got Glasgow. I'm gonna say 26 to 24. Yeah, I think it's gonna be close no matter what. Last game we have is Leinster versus Munster. That's tough because it just I don't see Leinster putting out a full strength squad for this. They're not. They're just not going to. They have no reason to put a full-strength squad. They're going to save them for... They've already qualified. They're already going to be number one seed. They don't need to risk any of their starters. But they're also playing at home. And their B-side is still one of the best teams in the URC. Um, so I'm going to say Leinster 26-23. I have Leinster 42 to 34. Yeah. It happens, dog. Ooh, we are at four disagreements already, and we still have, like, three other leagues to go over. Yeah. Fun. Uh, MLR up next? Sure. All right. First game we had for MLR was uh, Free Jacks versus Atlanta. That was also a disagreement. You had Free Jacks 38-28. I had Atlanta 29-22. And, and Free Jacks took that one 15-10. to 10. Uh, Did you watch the game? Not crazy exciting. It wasn't crazy exciting, except for, like, how punchy it was. Yeah. So, your thoughts? I just watched highlights. Red gold, yellow card? I just watched the highlights. I didn't get to see anything crazy. You didn't, you didn't see. I watched highlights too. You didn't see the 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 dumb tackle. Mm -mm. What what? I had to watch it in class today. I didn't get to see all of it. In, 
And cl- oh, oh, new job. My, yeah, my new uh, job. Okay, so we've all been there, uh, where you're like in a ruck, and like the opposing team will go up and grab your shirt and pull you forward out of the ruck. Uh, oh, oh, yes, I did see this. And he pulls him forward. Then instead of the guy comes out of it, like he's tired of getting pulled forward, he picks the dude up and like WWE body slams him, basically. Yeah. And then yeah, no, that's. And then another guy from the Free Jacks went and just mauled that dude. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it wasn't that hard, but just pretty much put him flat on his fucking back after he dump tackled him. And then the guy that dump tackled him was red carded, and the Free Jack that smacked him was not red carded, yellow carded. Yeah, uh, they're they both yellow carded. Uh, I don't, I don't think the Free Jack should have been yellow carded. Or or maybe you give him the yellow, but maybe I give think him the yellow that, give the other guy a red. I was thinking red at bare minimum orange, but like, come on, man. Well, no, like that's that what was, that's that what started the whole thing. That's the thing yeah. that was intentional. That's red. That was a direct because the dude just do it. Like you can do that in the ruck. Like you're allowed to do that. So he wasn't yeah. wrong, but the guy like retaliated by like picking him up and body slamming him. Yeah. And yeah, you can't I thought do that. yeah. Yeah, I thought yellow was a little soft, so I kind of wanted yeah, to get well, your was, opinion on it. Refereeing this week was rough for MLR. Yeah. Well, there's a highlight that um, they're just these referees that MLR are not doing a good job. Like they showed a highlight of that six nine winger for Dallas. He hit a ruck. He pulled one guy forward out of it. Then he hit the other one. Played the nine. Went off his feet, stole the ball. They were like, this guy's a beast. And everyone commenting on it was like, he committed literally three penalties. And yet they awarded him the penalty. That's bad refereeing. Wait, what? Say it, that whole thing. What happened again? So the player for Dallas. Yeah. Basically, he's a really big winger. So he was right. against other wingers at the ruck. He pulled the one of them guy? forward. Yeah, the big, tall guy. Big, lanky one. Which, I mean, he just looks lanky because he's so tall. But he is probably... Six nine, two hundred fifty pounds or so. You know, he's a big, big dude. Yeah. So he pulls one guy out, and then he goes to play it, play the ball. He plays the nine, and then he goes off his feet. So like right there, that's two penalties. And then he plays the ball again while he's off his feet, and then he gets back to his feet and steals the ball, and they award him the penalty. It's like he's not a beast. He committed a bunch of penalties right there. That's you know. It's not good, but he was awarded the penalty, so everyone's like, yay. And then then there was another one where a player scored, and somebody from Old Glory came across to try and stop him scoring, and he literally just shoulder-checked him. Like, he crossed his arms and just, like, missled into him. This didn't is stop him. who? An Old Glory player. Against who? I can't remember who it was against, but it was whoever Old Glory Oh, played. oh, uh, Nola. Okay, yeah, so Nola was going to score... And Old Glory came over, I think they're 12, came over and hit him. No attempt to rap, nothing at all. And Nola scored anyway, but it was like, hey, that's that's a yellow right there. Like, straight away, it's a yellow. And it's on their Instagram. It's on the rugby network. Uh, I thought, the way you were talking, I thought you made it sound like it was in the same game. I was like, well, No, no, on. no, it's different. that's what I'm saying. It was different games all across the MLR. And like, it's just shit like this that isn't getting picked up. Like, there was a player who went to put the ball down in their own try zone. Like, 
put your own pressure on, then you get to kick it out, right? Uh, all right, so you're talking about uh, the Dallas guy, so we'll jump into that game next. Um, Toronto versus Dallas. We both had Toronto to take that one. You had <laughs> 69 to 13. Uh, I had 32 to 18. Toronto took that one 57 to 0. It's Dallas. It's Dallas. Uh, then we had Nola versus Old Glory. You had Nola 10 to 7. I had Nola 24 to 20, and Nola took that one 50 to 21. Did not see that happening that bad anyway. <laughs> Nola has not been good this year. I mean, they're they're a mediocre team. I'd say mid level. Yeah. Uh, then we had Houston versus Utah. This is going to be our fourth disagreement. You had Houston 31 to 20. I had Utah 28 22, and Houston took that one 31 to 27. Did you watch that game? Nope. <laughs> wow. I, I did not. Wait, which game was it? Houston versus Utah. I did watch that game actually. Oh, you lying ass. No, I did actually watch that yeah, game. Yeah, okay, okay. I was, doing, I was doing notes for the other show, though. But I did watch that game. Oh. Uh, I had feedback this week saying that people really like it. Well, one person really likes it when we talk about what we're drinking at the beginning of every episode. So, <laughs> what you drinking on? I'm drinking on Jefferson's right now. Uh, oh, nice. So, this is back-to-back weeks. You're drinking Jefferson's. I'm doing the Topo Chico hard seltzer waters. I am getting low on it, so my next drink will be uh, something cheap. So I've got some famous grouse up next, and I really got to finish this bottle because it's cheap, and I don't really like it that much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about these Topo Chicos, but it just tastes like you're drinking water, and they're the best. So I digs it. You can drink something harder on Friday? Are we recording this Friday? Oh, God. I don't know. Probably just two episodes, though. We're going to do a main one and a short one. We're going to have to, like, start rolling a little bit faster because tomorrow, or not tomorrow, the day after Friday, so Saturday, for those who don't know, for those who think that, uh, who did not know that the pyramids were in Egypt or in Africa, I mean. Or how the days of the week work. Yeah, that that too. Yeah, if you don't know any of that stuff, this this explanation was for you. Um, Saturday, I'll be doing a pulled pork. So, so you got to get up early. I got to get up a little early. So we got to get that ball rolling because uh, I, I, if not, I'm gonna have to be that asshole and be like, "See ya." <laughs> no, we can do that. We can do that. And they shouldn't take that long. So we'll try to stay on track this time. Yeah, well, it's not that much. It's just, we spent like two, three hours talking before well, you even started. We'll try to yeah. stay on. Here, let me know if you can. So watch him. That's fine. Right there. Plays the nine off the ball. Goes off his feet. Stays off his feet. And gets the penalty. Well, let me see that again. That's fine. Right there. Nine has his hands on the ball. Can't play the nine at that point. It goes off his feet right there. Oh. Well, hang on. But there's not the ruck not at that point's not initiated. 
Yeah, it is. The nine has hands on the ball. He's he's got it. That's yeah, but that's nobody's nobody's being the that's anchor. his. That's his ball. When they when he initi- he initiated it when he pulled that guy out. Nine put it, nine had his hands in the ball. Still his ball. Can't play him. Oh, that's retarded. I didn't know that rule. I thought yeah. that somebody had no. to be the anchor, have the ball between their feet. That's the only time you can't test the nine. Now, if you pull that guy off, then it's free fucking rain. Not if the nine has got his hands on it at that point. It's it's that was that was the nine's ball. Can't play the nine. But it doesn't matter anyway because he still went off his feet. No, he did. Yeah, he did. He was not supporting his own weight. So hearsay. Well, that's no, speculation. That's video saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's not who I was thinking of. I was thinking of that tall, lanky, white dude with blonde hair. He might have had blonde hair at one point. That No, that was not him. Okay. This dude was like your color, dude. Oh, well, he's not. No. Yeah, that was, I was just that guy. He was fast as shit. He was a tall-ass winger in, the, in a, the, was it the combine, whatever they call it. Yeah, they have a combine. I don't know if he. Uh... Yeah, he was in it. Yeah, I, I thought he got drafted by. I, I thought it was Dallas. Well, yeah, he was tall. He was fast as shit, but he was definitely like lanky. That guy looked beefy, boy. Yeah, see the other bullshit? How the scrum knocked over the posts? Seattle versus uh, the Arrows, I think. Maybe it was Rooney. Seattle versus Rooney. Say that one more time. They had a scrum, and they went forward, and it knocked over the posts. Oh, shit. Because they're not anchored down. They're playing at some high school fucking stadium. And they're like, we're going to host the Rugby World Cup here. Everyone's like, you have posts that fall over. you got players and referees that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, one guy went to go put the ball down in the dead zone area, but there's so many lines in the field that he thought he was in the try zone when he wasn't. Touches the ball down in the field, and then... I think it was Seattle. I think it was a Seattle player. Just absolutely smoked the guy. It just it's a shit show over here right now. And we're supposed to be hosting the World Cup in like nine years or something like that. Yeah, we got a decade to fix it, man. Yeah, but the thing is, we're gonna start yeah. fixing it now. Yeah, we're gonna start fixing it. I, yeah, I, yeah, I've been talking to everybody. We're gonna we're starting to get everything under control because you know we were just approved. So it, you can see some changes coming. I fucking hope so. Yeah, no, we're already on it, man. We've already had this meeting, so I got we we have our best man on it. Have the best man on it. All right, best. Well, you heard man. it here. Jacob is on it. Yep, and the guy that's leading the charge is Rick. He's got to up in the shape. He'll get it done. Yeah, if anybody man. can do it. It is. It's Rick. it's definitely Rick. So, so he's he's gonna make sure we anchor down the post. Better refereeing and absolute we'll get, lines. We'll get the extra, you know, hundred lines off the field. Yep, yep. We're gonna and we're gonna make all the fields a bit bigger because football fields are quite the same size, so make it a little bit. Sa- sadly, the only thing that's probably gonna go against us is he's gonna put it in turf fields because he thinks it looks cool. And it's gonna be a big problem. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Joe Marler is gonna flip some shit. Golly! Yeah, it's 
dirty, dog. I mean, I get it, but damn. <laughs> yeah, well. Is he dead? No, he got up. No, that's the shout out to Heather, dude. Come on. Come on. I know. Well, we haven't done it yet. I've, I've been doing it. Just nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> that boy died that day. Yeah. He's tapping his ball down like, why is he still running at me that fast? <laughs> <laughs> How come I can see myself? <laughs> Oh boy. RAP that guy. There was a few of those. I'm trying to find another one where the dude just completely lost it. Uh, well, if that was Rooney versus Seattle, we'll go ahead and uh, get that one out of the way real quick. So you had Rooney 42 27. I had Rooney 34 to 32. And Rooney took that one 30 to 22. Um, and the last game we had for MLR was San Diego versus Los Angeles. We both had LA to take that one. You had 15, 12, I had 2018 and San Diego took that one 31 to 27. Same as Houston versus Utah. Yep. So, but that also keeps Houston's hopes alive for making the playoffs because they are now less than one game behind. Crazy. Crazy girl. Do you imagine if both the shitty Texas teams from last year make the playoffs? Austin and Houston? That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Was Austin already uh, clinched? Oh, yeah, for sure. So Austin and New England are the two teams already clinched to make it. A show. <clears throat> and the standings right now, we never do an overall, but I guess we don't have to. Uh, for the Eastern Conference right now, number one, that's in New England Free Jacks. They are 13-1 and one with 56 points. Number two, Rooney, or Rugby New York, if you're that kind of person. 9-4 and four with 47 points. Number three, Rugby ATL, or Atlanta, if you're that kind of person. 8-5 uh, with 42 points. Number four, Toronto Arrows. They are 7-6, and six, 35 points. Number five, Nola Gold. Four and nine with 25 points. Number six, last place, you have Old Glory DC. Two... And 11 with 16 points. And you know what? They're still doing better than Dallas. A lot better than Dallas. Way better than Dallas. Like yeah. four times better than Dallas. Uh, in the Western Conference, number one, that is Austin Gilgronies. They are 10 and 3 with 48 points. Number two, Los Angeles Gilatinis, 9 and 4 with 44 points. Number three, Los, or not Los Angeles, God damn it. Uh, Houston Sabercats, they are 8 and 5 with 41 points. Number four, San Diego Legion, 7 and 7 with 37 points. Number five, Seattle Seawolves, they are 7 and 7 also, but with 36 points. Uh, last place is Utah Warriors at number six, three and ten with twenty-two points. Dallas is also on that list, but we don't count them anymore. So yep. Utah's last place. Uh, what do we got next? Super Rugby, and that's it. Oh wait, wait, wait. we got predictions. We got predictions. Predictions, and we have news. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. So the first game we have is going to be Toronto versus New England Rejects. Uh, New England's not losing. So, say New England 24 to 16. 
Yeah, I got Free Jacks also 28 to 20. Uh, Old Glory versus Houston. Uh, Houston 34 28. Houston right now they ha- they absolutely have to win. I have Houston as well, but I have 32 to 18. Uh, then we have Nola versus San Diego. I know Nola just put up a ton of points, but it was against a bad team. So Sandy, and then San Diego just beat LA. So San Diego, 39 to 22. Oof. I got San Diego, 26 12. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, sort of. I just gave each team 10 more points. Ish. Sort of, yeah, sort of. Uh, up next, we have, uh, I'm not going to say it, although I really want to say it, just Dallas is getting their wish to play against L.A. at home. Subtle. Subtle. Would it be wrong to say L.A. is going to score 100 points? Uh, I think they already did. I was looking at the news, and yeah, LA has already scored 100 points on Dallas just by getting their name on the schedule against them. Ah, okay. So pretty nuts. It's yeah. the first, in, you know, rugby history. Not, not that you know. Too bad for Houston. They had a chance to catch up to LA, but um, that's not going to happen this week. So <laughs> LA is getting a bonus point win, um, you know, by the smallest of margins. I bet they win 74 to 3. 74 to 3 in the same game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they I just lost 57 0 to Toronto. So, you, you know what? I have written down right here 56 to 0. So, I'm going to go ahead and change that because, <laughs> you, you, yeah, I'm going to say 58. No, I'm getting 63. We're going to go 63. Poor dudes. Poor dudes. Uh, Utah versus Austin. Utah is kind of like the bogey team for Austin. We just don't seem to do well against them. Um, I just, I don't know. Utah haven't been as good though. Let's say Austin 27-22. I have Austin 26-20. And the last game is Rooney versus ATL. It's a tough one. And like beginning of the season, I would have picked Atlanta, but now that Rooney has these all-black players, everybody for him, I'm going to say I'm going to give it to Rooney. Oh yeah, so you got that little scudder step going. Yeah, I'm going to say Rooney 34-26. I got Rooney 36 to 30. Oh yeah. We're kind so of on no the same page here. There. We're, getting, yeah. we're getting closer here. All right. Uh, Super Rugby is up next. And that's the last we have of uh, those games. And then we'll just have to hit the prim because that's coming up. And then uh, a little bit of news. All right. First game we had was a dis- – no, it wasn't a disagreement. It was Highlanders versus Force. Uh, you had Highlanders 30, 23 to 20. I had Highlanders 40 to 20. And, God, Jesus, Highlanders won that one 61 to 10. 
almost looked like they were playing Dallas. So, yeah, we're not the worst team in the league, so that's great. <laughs> there is that. We're not the worst team. Uh, up next, we had a disagreement here. I don't. You gave me this point. So if you wouldn't have done this, you would have won this week. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Brumbies versus Crusaders. You yeah, had Brumbies. Um, they came out lazy in the first half. I think they just thought that they were, you know, they're second in the league. They were beating other New Zealand teams, and they were just like, "Yeah, we can." The Crusaders have lost like two in a row. So they were probably like, yeah, we got this. And they didn't they didn't put their all into it. And, you know, by halftime, it was too late. They played better, but it just it didn't. Nothing you can do when you get, you get down. More than a couple scores against the Crusaders. Ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Uh, so you had Brumbies 32-30. to 30. I had Crusaders 29-24. And Crusaders took that one 37-26. Uh, up next was another disagreement. Uh, uh, Fijian Drua versus Moana Pacifica. You had Moana 27-25. I had Drua 32-21, and they took that one 34-19. God, that was pretty close on everything. Pretty close. close. And then we had the Blues versus the Reds. You had Blues 46-29. I had Blues 42-36, and the Blues took that one 53-26. Oof. That's a blowout. Yeah, that that. Uh, God, you're right. Something like bitch. Point, dude. Son of a bitch. Uh, this next game we were both retarded on. Ah, uh, sorta. It wasn't that bad. You had uh, it was Warthogs versus the Canes. You had Warthogs twenty-four to twenty-one. I had Warthogs thirty-six to thirty, and the Hurricanes took that one twenty-two to eighteen. Yeah, the Warthogs playing pretty good, man. I mean, a year ago, that score would have been like 65-3. to three. Yeah, but you got an MLR coach over there now. It's true, and Hooper's back, too. It, well, it's, it's been the MLR coach. Hooper's past his well, prime. Well, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> cool it. The guy was one of three people nominated for player of the year. <laughs> yeah, and he lost it to a number nine. How does that make you feel? Okay, well, Antoine DuPont could do anything. That dude is <laughs> unquestionable. He should have won it. Like, um, you can't be upset about that. <laughs> Even Mike Hooper should have been like, yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just kidding. Uh, last game was Rebels versus Chiefs. You had Chiefs 41-15. I had Chiefs 48-24, and I took that game 33-30. That makes me feel like I should change my prediction score. Uh, I, that probably was not their first string team. Probably not. I'm but almost positive that they did not play their their starters in that one. But again, you know, DMAC's not there, so that's that's just what happened. That shows you what happens whenever you don't have DMAC there. Yeah, but Gatlin's playing really well for them too. That, that's who cares. I mean, probably a lot of people. Uh, so we had six disagreements. Uh, you won three. I won three. And the champions... Huh? Oh, sorry. What? No, you're good. What? I thought we had prem to go over. Well, we don't have, pre- like, old predictions. predictions for prem. Yeah. yeah, no, you're good. Yes. We have, I, noticed, yeah. I noticed that halfway through. So. Yep, yep. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Sorry, sorry. So, yeah, again... I'll be quiet now. 
you got three. I got three in the Champions Cup. Uh, you got one out of two. I got zero out of two. So you got 50. I got zero. So you took that one in the Challenge Cup. You got zero out of two. I got one out of two. So <laughs> I got 50% won that one. URC, we were both 100%. Uh, MLR, you have five out of six for 83%. I had three out of six for 50. And get this, in Super Rugby, you were three out of six for 50, and I was five out of six for 83%. For a grand total, we both got 11 out of 24 for 46%. Kind of hurts. Kind of hurts. Ouch. But we literally tied everything, and we just swapped numbers around. So, like, one, you'd get 0.50, and then... I would get zero fifty, and then you know eighty three fifty, and then eighty three fifty. So, so nobody's doing crazy. Uh, what's it called? Impersonations this week. But John, you get it. You better get ready, dude. All right, I'll get ready. Just be prepared for some really bad ones. That's fine. That's fine. But next week, I'm just letting you know you're going to have to do an impersonation. Have you listened to uh, the Rugby Pass Offload, where they impersonate the MLR announcers? Oh, yes. That's amazing. Pretty funny. That was amazing. I think Ryan yeah. Wilson probably does the best ones. Yeah, no, it, I mean, they're, <laughs> it's pretty funny, and they're not wrong. They're not so wrong now, at all. Every time I watch MLR now, I always think of like, those dudes just making fun of it, where they're like, oh my god, it's try time! And I'm just like, fuck me, dude. But you know, think of it this way: they're looking, they're looking at everything that we we just talked about. Posts falling over, guys grounding it in the wrong zone. I mean, yeah. players committing three penalties but getting the penalty. I mean, they're just they're seeing all the shit show that we have going on over here, and they're just like these motherfuckers get to host the World Cup. But nobody's talking about the fact that everybody wants to come over here, though. Right? That is that is true. Yeah, make fun of us all you want, but low key. You like that fucking pink guillotine, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do. I don't know why that's the fucking number one team for overseas, but everybody loves the fucking guillotines, and I don't fucking get it. I don't get it either because Seattle won it like three years in a row or whatever it was. Yeah, but nobody along comes on, Hancock. No, yeah, yeah, nobody was on Seattle's dick. <laughs> Now all of a sudden the Giltini show up in one year, they're the most famous team that anyone's ever heard of from the MLR. Yeah. Rodri likes them. Danny Kerr likes them. Danny Kerr would mention he might, you know, come up well if he had to pick a team. Well they talk about it teams, on yeah. uh, the rugby pod, that's what they talked about. I mean, that's the, everyone talks about the Giltini. It's crazy. I don't get talk it. about them. I don't I don't fucking get it. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it's just California, and it's like more their political views. I don't. I don't fucking know. They got San Diego there. So yeah. Chris, well, Chris, Chris Robshaw and Ma'ananu. No yeah, one's talking about them. Yeah, when you got a name like Legion, you know that goes kind of it's Christianity, so people don't like that. I don't. I don't know. Does it? I have no idea. I'm just. I don't shit. think it does. <laughs> I'm just throwing shit out there now. I don't. I don't fucking know, John. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fathom why the Giltinis were everybody's favorite team like that. Like yeah, no, I, 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 I think oh, fuck, I don't know actually. I don't know. It makes no fucking sense, right? Like yeah. they just come out of nowhere and everybody's like, Yeah, I dig the pink. It's like why? 
Yeah, they're doing great, but so is everybody else in the past years. Again, yeah, Seattle was unstoppable the first two years. No idea. No idea. I don't get it. But anyways, uh, yeah, so that's all the predictions that we had or results, I guess you can call them. Oh, time to go in. Oh, we got standings for Super Rugby. All right, so I'm just going to go hit all of them real quick. Because, uh, like, I have to do the top eight, and there's 12 teams. So why not just do the rest of them? Wait, so number top one, the, the top eight's always highlighted in Super Rugby. Oh, in Super Rugby. Yeah. There's 16 teams. Is there? Aren't there? Let me open up the full table. Damn it. No, it shows 12. So six, I think it's top six make playoffs then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the top eight's highlighted. Maybe it's because the top eight are in the hunt for it. But Maybe. I think, I think it's top six make playoffs. So do I hit all of them or no, I not hit all of them? <laughs> Go ahead. It doesn't matter. All right. So number one, it's the... Blues, they are 11 and 1 with 50 points. Number two, you have Brumbies, they are 10 and 2 with 43 points. Number three, Crusaders, 9 and 3 with 43 points as well. But one less, nope. Nope, not one less game, just one less win. Uh, number four, Chiefs, 8 and 4 with 36 points. Hurricanes, number five, 7 and 5 with 33 points. Number six, the Waratahs, man, they are hanging in there. They are 7 and 5 with also 33 points. So, don't count them out just yet. Queensland Reds, they're sucking dick. Uh, yeah, they let me down quite a bit because they—I think they were number one for like they're a different the first team week from last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're number seven. They're seven and five with thirty-one points. So, for perspective, yeah, they're 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 still in the hunt. We're like fifth, yeah, like fifth place. Uh, number like eight, seventh place. Highlanders, yeah, I get that, John. Number eight is Highlanders. <laughs> they are four and eight with 22 points. Big jump there, though, huh? Big, You're big difference. Yeah. yeah. Suck yeah. Hey, uh, Brumbies, number two, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. I don't, I don't have anything for that one. You win. <laughs> Checkmate. Uh, nine, Melbourne Rebels, three and nine with 16 points. So you're seeing major jumps now. Number 10, Western Force, two and nine with 14 points. Number 11, Fiji and Drua, two and 10 with 11 points. Moana Pacifica, they are 12th place, one and 10 with six points. You know what? Better than Dallas. <laughs> Better than, oh, man. They would put up 100 points on Dallas. Easy. Oh, dude. Easily. Maybe 130. God. It would be. Ugly dude. That is crazy. I would like to see it though. I would love to see it. I would go to that game. Uh, I would, yeah, I would definitely. Well, of course, I'd go to that game. Well, depends on when that game, where that game's at. You know, if it's over here, here. in Dallas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would go to Dallas for that game. Yeah. Uh, anywhere else, probably not. Uh, yeah, I would just talk about Even, it like better the rest yet, of you could have it in Austin, and I would go to that. Oh, wow. Just make it closer to your house. And you're it, more likely it, to go. Or, wow. Exactly, yeah. Who? That's crazy logical thinking. Make it thinking convenient right for me, okay? Yeah, just do it in that empty lot close to your house. Just do it there. Yeah, I don't want to go there, right? I want it to be right? a nice stadium. 
You know what I mean? I don't want it in a parking lot or anything. Well, nobody wants it in a parking lot. That's brutal. Right. Well, they should. They can have it. At That's like Blitz ninety nine, bro. Nothing wrong with that. That's <laughs> that's all right. Blitz twenty oh three was the shit though. Blitz what? Blitz twenty oh three on the GameCube. That was the shit. Oh, the GameCube. Yeah. GameCube. All right. So predictions. First game up. Crusaders versus the Drua. Oh, poor Drua. Uh, Crusaders, 65-17. And I think 17 is generous. Uh, I got Crusaders 48-26. to 26. Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, this is where I get nice. I think uh, that you, you like some of the shitty teams and you don't want them to do as bad. I think I don't. you have a soft spot for the Drua, and you you, know, I, you don't want to see them get crushed by six, like 60 or 70 points. My soft spot is preventing blowouts, because, you know, I don't want them to think bad of me for being like, yeah, dude, you suck. But then, if you hear me talk about teams, I totally dictate that, so, like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't absolutely. know. I don't know why I, do I don't. I don't think the Druas suck. I think that they're not very cohesive. It's their first year playing. They need to warm up. The Crusaders have been killing it for 30 years, so. It's kind of tough when you got a bunch of All Blacks playing against a team that's only been around for a year. Yeah. Reds versus Moana Pacifica. Uh, Reds. Oh, God. Shouldn't talk, but I'm yawning. Uh, Take the Reds 35 to 26. I have red. Ooh, got well, sort of close. I have red thirty-seven to twenty. That's pretty close. Chiefs versus Western Force. Uh, take your boys thirty-two Damn. to fifteen. Wow. What is that offensive? No, because I have Chiefs thirty-three to twenty-eight. Well, I mean, I guess it is offensive. Oh, well, okay. no, it's not. No, it's not. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I'm offended. I don't think it is. I mean, they've won two games this year. <laughs> yeah, hits. Why I put it 33 to 28? It's closer. Uh, Hurricanes versus the Rebels. Um, I mean, if Hurricanes do what you know the last team did, they play their backups, and it'll be closer. Um, 43 to 22. I have Hurricanes 30 to 24. Uh, and then Brumbies versus the Blues. Oh, shit. One versus two. Man, Blues are the best team in Super Rugby. We're not going to win that one. Uh, Blues 36 to 25. Ooh, I thought you were going to say it. 36 to 25. I got Blues 36 to 30. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. If if we start, the Brumbies start slow again, there's just, there's not going to be any hope at all. I hope they win, obviously, but and the Blues have only lost like one game this year. There's no way. Last game we have Highlanders versus the Waratahs. Oh fuck! Uh, I like uh, the Waratahs because they're like the underdogs. 
they're playing really well this year. They've got my boy, Michael Hooper, over there. They've got your boy, Coach. Yep, and, Coach. Uh, coach. <laughs> uh, but Highlanders are my guys. But also, be realistic. But also, they suck. So, yeah. 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 Suck ass. They're one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Stop. They're not even in last place <laughs> in the league. <laughs> Um, do you got to do another, a pin drop again? Yeah, I think I do. Oh, oh that's horse shit. That's sorry. Because okay. that's not even law school thinking. You're just thinking like, oh, these are my favorite guys versus a good team. Versus an okay team. It's sixth place versus eighth place, right? Like, it's a big jump, but okay. Left is Wartaz. Right my guys. Okay. Islanders, 25-22. I fucking knew you were going to say some stupid shit like that. Thank you for that point, Highlanders. I'm going to go ahead and just mark that a win. Uh, hey. What do you say, 23-22? 25-22. 25-22. to I got Waratahs, 38-36. to <clears throat> Ooh, we got quite a bit here. Not really. I think we got like five. Yep, five disagreements so far. Uh, let's jump into the prim upcoming games, and then we can hit some news. So I think this is like the last week before we go into the semifinals for the prim. Might be. We should check that out, though. Make sure. It's it's one of the it's that one or it's the last uh, second to last one I don't know. Middle ship. Trying to look it up right now. My internet's going kind of slow though. Okay, this is round twenty-five, so we have so this one. One more week after. Yeah, and then we have round twenty-six, and then the semifinals. All right. All right. So first game is Bristol versus the Chiefs. They're both not doing great, man. But one's doing better. Yeah, Exeter's doing better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I'll say say Exeter twenty four to twenty. I have Chiefs also, but ha, ha, embarrassing. 30 to 18. A little bit. Wasps versus the Sharks. Uh, Wasps, 34 to 28. Ooh. 34 to 28. See, I thought about going for the Wasps, too, because they played so so damn well they this week. They played pretty good, yeah. But it's still the Wasps. So I gave it to the Sharks, 26 to 24. Damn. Rude. Uh, Bath versus the Exiles. Well, I'm about to be rude now. Uh, Exiles, 44 to 15. Oh. 44 to 15? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Exiles. Okay, so that means I gave, I gave you a point. Did you pick Bath? I did pick Bath. No. 
Why would you do that? 20 to 16. Oh my god, I swear to god, if Bath wins this game, I'm gonna snap. And you know what? That's gonna be the deciding factor right there. And that's gonna be the game that decides it for us? Yeah. I bet if that game wasn't in there, we would definitely tie. Again. Uh, well, we got like three more games to go over, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, dude. <laughs> I got Bath playing in the rec center. You know, I played against them on the Switch the other day, and they are pretty good. So I was just like, damn, they might be able to beat these guys. <laughs> That's also a roster from like two or three years ago. Yeah, it's it's like from 2019. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. You never know. That's fair. I guess you never know. Uh, you never know. Newcastle could beat Leicester this week. That's not going to happen. You never know. That's not going to happen. That's like saying that the Brumbies will beat the Blues. Yep, I agree. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Quinns versus Gloucester. Quinns, but only because they're at home. Uh, 31-28. That is very fair. 31-28. to 28. I have Quinns 38-26. to 26. Uh, Falcons versus Leicester. Lester, 114 to three. Um, <laughs> no, uh, 41 to 12. Uh, I have Lester also 32 to 14. Uh, last game, but not the least. I'm expecting fireworks this fucking game. Series versus the Saints. Saints. Saints have got, I think Saracens have their playoff spot locked up. Their guys have been playing last two weeks in the Heineken Championship or Challenge Cup. So yep. they might give them a break. Might be playing some backups. Northampton's been resting for the past couple of weeks. And since they're in fourth place, they absolutely must win to keep their playoffs alive. So I'm going to say Saints. 26 to 20. Saints, 26 to 20. Um, kind of close. I have Saints, 24 to 21. I think it's going to be a good game. Oh, yeah. That's oh, probably yeah. going to be game of the week. One, two, three, four, five, six. So we have seven disagreements. So the only way we can tie is if a game ties up. And that's not unusual. That happens a lot on our disagreements. Uh, we see you, London Irish. So. Yep. So in total, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 26 games this week. We have six Prem, eight URC, six MLR, and six Super Rugby. Lots of games. So you guys should not be bored. Lots of fucking games. Do we go over the standings for Prem real quick, or did we just... We should go over the standings. Go over, like, top right. six or something like that. Who's in the hunt, basically? 
All right, top six right now coming up. Uh, number one is Leicester Tigers, of course. They've had that all fucking year, and they're not giving it up at all. They are 18-4 and four with 86 points. Number two, Saracens, 16-5 and five with one draw with 82 points. Number three, Harlequins, they are 14-8 and eight with 74 points. Number four, Northampton Saints, 13-9, 68 points. Number five, Gloucester, 12-9 and nine with one draw, 67 points. And number six, Exeter Chiefs, 12-10 and 10 with 62. Yeah. So that number four spot is contested right now. So as, if Saints win this week, that's pretty much going to be it. Yeah, I mean. Unless Gloucester also win this week, then next week becomes a big deal. But right. next week, um, Saints are playing Newcastle. So, and Gloucester had to play Saracens. So it's going to be a little tougher for Gloucester to sneak in, I think. Yeah, Gloucester has two hard games to come in against. Uh, personally, I don't see them winning either of those, so they're probably right where they're at. Chiefs? Chiefs can beat Bristol, but they have to play, and they get hardly yeah. the last game, but they'd have to win with two bonus points, basically, to assure them getting it. With, yeah. the, with Northampton losing both games. Losing both games, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I think Saints are... I, th- I would Saints say that it's pretty probably locked up. going to get it, yeah. Which is exciting, man. Leicester, Saracens, Quinns, and Northampton. That's a good Final Four. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty that's pretty exciting. Aspe- me, I'm, I'm more excited for Leicester. Just because of what they've pulled off this year, man, has been insane. Well, their, their turnaround from last year has been ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They it's terrible it's last nuts. year. So I, I hope they can hang on to that and take it all the way. I think if I would be happy if Leicester or Northampton win, yep. if Saracens and, or the Quins somehow turn this around and win this fucking thing, especially the Quins, I, I would I'd probably be happy for Quins if they won it, just because they're not they're not the same Quins from last year, and no one's really counting on them to win anything. You know what I mean? People expect them to make the playoffs, but no one's expecting. Uh, them I to do. Win it. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, damn. I mean, it's still the Quins, dude. It's still the fucking Quins. And we, well, we, like, we know it's still the fucking Quins. Yeah, but it's like that stat from last year. where Last year, when they were lighting everybody up, they never played a single bad weather game. It was like every game they played was either indoors or it was like bright and sunny out, clear conditions. Which yeah. suits their play style really, really well. You put them in the rain, and they fall apart. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely don't want the Saracens to win. I don't either. But the way they've been playing recently, I don't. Yeah, I don't see them winning. The, the shit that Owen Farrell was pulling in that game, he was pissing me off. Yeah. Did you watch that game at all? Highlighted it. So you didn't get to see how Owen was talking to the referee or the no. players? Dude, he completely lost it. He lost it. The disrespect coming out of him was unreal. Well, yeah, so, oh, okay, so, like, I'm not going to, like, back him up on what, like, how he was talking or whatnot, but, I mean, he's losing to Talon with a full-strength series team, so I, again, I get where he's look coming at from, but, yeah, has it's not. The team, though. Uh, they've got Evan Etzebeth, they've got Sergio Parise, they've, they've got legitimate superstars on that team. I mean, Talon's not a nobody squad of French players, but they've got 
world superstars on that team. Yeah. I mean, they got Gavin Villiers. That guy was ridiculous on the wing. He had wait, 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 wait. So uh, Evan Etzebeth is with Salon? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I heard his name a couple times in the highlights. Yeah, dude, they've got but he I, absolutely dominated Atoje. Yeah, I, I heard his name, him. but I didn't see him at all in the highlights. So, like, they, they talked about him, but like, it, well, was so, it was so covered up. So You're not going to see second rows on highlights very often. I mean, it's it's the dirty work that, you know, those guys do. Um, but it's just, yeah, he was screamed at his players. Um, he, he gave up on plays that there was a bad pass that skipped in front of him, and it bounced up to Lazowski. And instead of Owen Farrell going to, like, chase the chase it down and go for support or whatever, he just threw his hands up when it bounced in front of him. And it was like, dude, you still have to play. Don't don't be bitching at your nine right now. Like, you need to be getting after the ball. Shit like that. He was uh, screaming at Luke Pierce, who was the referee, and, like, back chatting, just talking to him. And he was, like, multiple times, he was like, Owen, you cannot talk to me like that. Like, I'm referee. Don't talk to me. He's like, let me do my job. Like, fuck off, basically. And after like 50 or 60 minutes, finally he was like, if you're not going to work with me, I'm going to change captains. He was like, I will make you not captain of your own team anymore if you keep talking <laughs> like this. He was like, I will find someone else to talk to. He was like, you're, and you will be forcibly removed, like stripped of your captaincy by the referee. He was horrible that game. It was, I've never seen someone that bad. He should have been yellow carded, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he, in the first half, should have been yellow carded. Easily. If he kept it up, should have been a second. Should have been. I mean, you can't talk like that on the pitch. Wait, how did you watch that game? On Peacock. That was a European, though. Hmm? I thought they, they only the, had they the put, Heineken. No, they put Challenge Cup on there when it gets to playoffs. Oh. They have, oh, okay. they'll, do, they'll do round of 16 and then eight and then semis. So they, oh, okay. yeah, but they don't do the regular Challenge Cup games. Gotcha, so only gotcha. when it gets to the finals. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen someone talking to the referee like that for a while. That was pretty disrespectful. So I mean, he's he's always been like that, but he made Dan Bigger look like tame. And Biggs is always a mouthy little shit who never shuts up to the referee. I mean, that's Biggs, baby. That's that's Biggs, but I mean that's Biggs, baby. <laughs> he made he's honestly made Biggs look like nothing. The way he was talking to Luke Pierce, it was pretty bad. All right, let's get into some fucking news. Um, I got some small news first before we jump into some big shit. Okay, uh, yeah, I was fixing to say I know you had some big stuff. Some what's the small stuff? So Hugh Jones, who left Glasgow a year ago to join Harlequins is now leaving Harlequins to go back to Glasgow. Thank fucking God, because we need him. <laughs> In a bad way. We need Hugh Jones back. And I am a fucking ecstatic he's coming back to us. So it'll help him out, too, for trying to get back in the Scotland squad. Let's go. Yeah. Thank fucking God. Need that motherfucker back. You got anything you want to throw in there before I go on with some of my shit? No, man, I really don't have hardly any news. I've been pretty pretty jam packed, so it's all you as usual. Uh, 
So with the USA getting the nod for the World Cup in 2031, yeah, 2031, um, Warren Gatlin has been linked to the squad after the 2023 World Cup. Um, if we even qualify for that, we have to beat Chile in a two-round playoffs to get into it. I'm not even confident we can do that. But um, <laughs> that's the whole point of why we're looking at getting a coach like Gatlin, because we need a proven winner who can absolutely turn the team around. If we get also if we get a coach like that, there are guys out there who are, you know, qualified for more than one country. And if they're qualified for the US, they might just go, I'd like to go go play for that coach. Like yeah. I have a chance of going there. And if we get, you know, six or seven more star players who were USA qualified to come play over here, like they could be good. And if we get that, then we're getting growing interest in MLR. I mean, things are really going to start building if we get a coach like Gatlin. Even if it's not Gatlin, but it's someone of that caliber, it's going to be huge for us. But he is the one that is linked to the USA right now. Yeah, we we, we had talked about Gal- Gatlin um, during the Lions tour. And we had said, like, yeah, it's probably time for you to hang it up. Uh, but I, I know again, coming to the I Eagles, think, I don't think he should be coaching the Lions anymore. No. But, but coming the to the Eagles, Eagles is a huge thing. I absolutely. would gladly take Catlin on. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, yeah, again, it's not the highest level, but it's just that it would be huge for the Eagles. Well, I mean, yeah, you think of like how, how big of a caliber you have to be for the Lions, and not saying he's not there anymore it he should probably just hang it up where he's at yeah but coming to a team like the eagles where like they desperately need it going to a team that's you know on the brink of qualifying for the world cup or not yeah yeah. that's who that's who we need we need that big name yeah just just the experience alone like he, he could bring a lot to the eagles um he he could he could do a lot more good with the eagles than he can with the lions right now Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, it that that's just a huge plus. It, so yeah, I can't wait to have if he comes over. Uh, can't wait to have yeah, Gatlin come yeah. over to the USA Eagles. That'd be fucking insane. And those news came in like days of each other. Qualified for the World Cup, uh, hosting, or accepted, whatever you want to call it, and then now Gatlin potentially. You know, coaching the Eagles, that's just fucking awesome. Uh, so he was Wales. Mm-hmm. Scotland? No. No. He played no, for the All Blacks, but he coached the Chiefs. Um, yeah, that's, uh, their, that's right. That's right. To their worst record ever. Still did uh, it, dog. <laughs> still did it. Yeah, he, um, he was an assistant for the Lions. He's coached the Lions 12 years straight. So three, three Lions series. Yeah. yeah, three series in a row. And before that, he was assistant with the Lions. So he's been on the Lions for almost two decades. Yeah, he's been he's been around for a while. Yeah. So, for, yeah, just for everybody who doesn't know, the British and Irish Lions, we've talked about them before, but it's the four home countries. They form a super team, and they only play once every four years. This dude, well, and they every four years or once every four years, they'll go to like New Zealand and like four years later, they'll go to like Australia 
or then yeah, they'll go to like South Africa. Africa. So they yeah. only they form it once every four years, and they only play those other teams once every twelve. Yeah, so, this dude was head coach deal. through big all of deal. it. Yeah, through all of that, and then before that, he was assistant coach through all of that. Like, yeah, huge, huge deal. Lots of experience, and then he did Wales. You know, he, he was coach for Wales, and then the Gallagher Chiefs in New Zealand. Uh, so yeah, he could if he brings a tenth of what he knows to the USA Eagles, he'll probably significantly help the Eagles out. Oh my God, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, if you don't understand the caliber or just the situation of having Warren Gatlin coming to coach USA Eagles, that's like having uh, like LeBron James come and coach your high school team. You know what I mean? Like it's but permanently for like to sign like a four year deal to yeah, be yeah. the high school coach. Yeah. Like it's a, that's a kind of a kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Yeah. Uh so World Rugby passed a new rule saying that water boys cannot be the director of rugby or the head coach. Because they retired <laughs> of Razzie Erasmus running on the field as the head coach of, and director of rugby of South Africa, coaching the team while being the water boy. Razzie came out and said, <laughs> The fact that you have to make a rule for that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Razzie. <laughs> um, so Razzie came out and he said, Fine. He goes, I will change my title and I won't be a director of rugby or a head coach. I will be leader of, you know, staff or whatever. He's going to change his title. So basically he can keep doing it. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. And you know what? I ain't even fucking mad anymore. No, I'm, just I, like, I'm yeah. not either. I think it's, I think it's great personally. Cause I, I think it's, don't get me wrong. I think it's stupid. I think he needs to be up in the box so he can actually see what's going on and give directions to people below him to give advice to that. But I think it's hilarious. That's so, so fucking funny. Yeah, if he wants to do it, I mean, go for it. I, the fact that, yeah, World Rugby's like, hey, if you're director of rugby or head coach, you cannot be a fucking water boy. He's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and he's like, all right, cool. Well, now I'm going to be, you know, staff leader. <laughs> he's just going to keep changing his title. Oh, man, that, that hurt my chest. I felt like I smoked like two packs of cigarettes when you said that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, that's uh, some, some writer for Rugby Pass who was a New Zealander, he came out and he was crying and bitching and moaning about how the USA got to host the World Cup and New Zealand didn't. He was, we're being overlooked and we're so good and the USA aren't even good and why should we put money into a country that maybe it'll grow rugby to be as popular as volleyball? And it was like, hang on. Hang, hang oh, on. what the it was fuck? Like, MLR teams are already getting thousands of people to go to their games every single week. Every single week. We're out we're out selling the RFU championship already. We've only been active for a few years. If you give us the World Cup, which by the way, we already got it, so fuck off. Um, we have 10 years to grow this. Um, or yeah, Hamish Bibble, I think, was the guy that wrote it. All right, he sorry, was man. he was writing about basically how sad it is that we passed up real rugby countries. And it was like, well, hang on, like USA should be given the opportunity that these other countries were given. Look at Japan. Japan was a middling international squad until they got the World Cup and they really blew up when they got it. Their team started getting more interest. They got better. And when it came to the World Cup, they competed. 
They made it out of they made it to the semifinal quarterfinals. Like they made it out of the pool stages. They never should have done that. But it rugby grew so big once they were announced that they were going to be hosting it. Now that the USA is going to be hosting it, like we have a chance to actually show up for once. It's just yeah. uh it comes off really arrogant from a New Zealander who's like, well, rugby owes us. We own rugby. It basically is very much what it sounded like was we own rugby. How dare you give it to the USA just because they're a big market and you can make money off of it? It was like it's kind of the point. And it was honestly to, read to me like, oh, like is somebody afraid the sleeping giant is finally gonna wake up? Other teams are gonna be in deep shit when the USA finally comes around to rugby. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I think that conversation brings us back to the thing that we've always talked about where it's, you know, help the little guy. And, like, we're all about helping each other out. And well, we're all about it until it comes time all this to camaraderie, Right? But, like, if we were to have the Rugby World Cup in Tonga, could you imagine what that would do over there? Well, just, that's just any that was, other place. Like, but I mean, that was like, one of the arguments that this guy said. He was like, well, how come we don't have it in – Fiji or Samoa, and it was like, because you know damn well that they don't have the resources to host it. The USA has the resources to host right. it. We have those resources. They don't. And he goes, well, we're just a small island country, and that's why. It was like, no. It's because you've already hosted two World Cups. Dude, yeah. New Zealand yeah, has, like, football stadiums. For that's their- what I'm saying, but, like, you, you can't host every single World Cup in New Zealand. If any yeah. country should be upset they didn't get it, it should be South Africa. But you can't give it to South Africa because it's not safe for people to go there. Right. It isn't. And then people can get upset about it if they want to. But it's not safe to have people going there, especially in that number of people going. Yeah. It isn't safe. Oh, yeah. It'd be mayhem, dude. It would. It absolutely would be. And, and again, as a rugby country, they 100% deserve it. Right. As a country country, it's not safe. For your no. average for your average fan, it wouldn't be safe for that many people to be going there. And I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure World Rugby looked at that and went, eh. and then they looked at the U.S. and they were like, in 10 years, we stand to make a shitload of money off of this. Yeah. Like, a shitload of money. How much more money is the U.S. going to bring to rugby if it takes off? And I get that it is an if. It is still a, a big if. But if it takes off, there's so much money to be made here. I, I think with us hosting the World Cup and potentially Warren Gatlin coming over, I think that's just foolproof. It's going to, like... Big deal. Real big yeah. deal. And, uh, um, all, all of the comments on the article were... And honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of suck my dick you suck it was all very well like long paragraphs like well thought out stuff yeah i was honestly like in my head i was like these are actually rugby community responses yeah they weren't like fuck you you know it it was all like very well thought out stuff and um i i hope the guy actually reads them and goes you know maybe i'm wrong in this um because what he uh, he wrote a big ass article and it was all bullshit all of it was bullshit and whiny about how New Zealand deserves more respect. And it was like, hang on, you're over here shitting on the USA while claiming that New Zealand needs more respect. You can't, can't have it both ways. Yeah, and the rugby so, so someone New goes, Zealand is probably the most thought of team ever. New Zealand so yeah, is, someone, yeah. 
No, I, I, I can't realize there's so many. There's so many comments on it. Like, I bet. Oof. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to read them all. But if you want to look it up, you can look up uh, look up his shit and, uh, yeah, not, not great. So, but again, that's, uh, you know, yeah, the first sentence is no one's ever going to cry a river, cry a river for New Zealand. Well, then don't fucking write the article. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know it. So don't even bother because you look like a piece of shit right now. Sound you sounded like awful. Green. <laughs> oh no, the best team in the world who's been the best team in the world for 150 years, who's hosted two World Cups and they get to host another one. Boo fuckity who. Um World Cup every four years. Every four years, yep. Where's the last four been hosted? Last four? So last one was in Japan. Right. Before that was in England. Um, where's 2011? Where was that? Uh, there's, there's just so many places to choose from, man. Let's see, 20, where's 2011? What's the next World Cup? Next year? It's in France next year. Let's fucking go. So 2011 was in New Zealand. <laughs> yep. Let's see, 2007, where was that at? Also New Zealand. Um, no, France. Let's see, 2003. Oh, 03, that's when England finally won it. When the first Northern Hemisphere team won it. The only Northern Hemisphere won it. Wow. So it was supposed to be co-hosted by Australia and New Zealand, but then it went just to Australia after there were some contractual disputes uh, between... Oh, so New Zealand fucked themselves out of another one because they were like, we want more money. So they could have had three, but now they have two. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it seems like an awful lot of bitching, you know. Yeah, we're trying to help. We're trying to help out the USA and get them growing, which is going to help the sport overall. And they're like, no, nah, this is bullshit. We don't like it. Yeah, it's probably just that guy. Yeah, probably. Probably. Had, Honestly, I don't think that many people are upset about it. I think a lot of people are seeing the good, and a lot of people are like freaking out seeing the MLR status, and they're like, we got a lot of work to do. But a hey, lot man, of people are seeing the long-term benefits, I think. How long do you have to play for a, a nation before you can like play for a club in that nation before you can play nationally for them? Or internationally? Well, it used to be three years. Okay. And now, I think, if you're not if you're not already qualified for them now, I think it's like seven. Seven years? Yeah, they switched it. It used to oh, be, wow. it, it was easy. You could just go there. Like Duhan, he went there, he played for uh, Edinburgh for three years, and he got qualified, and then he, once he got qualified, he took the deal for Worcester to make a shitload more money, but still played for Scotland. So, that's why they switched it to 
five years, seven years, whatever it is now. So now it's a lot harder to do. So you have to commit when you're young, basically. You can't go as a 30-year-old. Yeah, that was my point. I was like, so Scudder can't play for us next year. <laughs> no, but like someone like Jack Dempsey, who's been playing for Glasgow now for three years, he was there before it started. So he's been there long enough now at Glasgow that he's been in an Australian international already. But coming up in just a couple of weeks, he'll be eligible to be um, a Scotland player. Scotland's going to be playing Australia this summer. And they're like, oh, shit, is Dempsey going to be playing number eight for Scotland this year? Oh, I fucking sure like that. Traitor. Is it a traitor if he got hurt and then Australia dumped him and they didn't pick him again? Yeah. So he so he came. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he gets yeah. real bad. He traitor. gets real bad injuries. Yep. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're not going to pick you anymore. So he's like, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to go play for Glasgow. And I'm like, do what you want. And now yep. he's like, oh, hey, man, after three years, uh, you can play for um, yep. Scotland now. Ah, oh, fuck him. I think you should do it. Yeah. You don't, you don't see Quade Cooper hopping ships whenever they're like, yeah, fuck you, man. We glitch you did all this just for us, but yeah, fuck you. Quade Cooper stuck in there. Be Quade. Be like Quade. That's true and not true. Because he also yeah, Cooper bailed, Trooper. He also bailed on the Wallabies to go start playing in Japan. Yeah, for more money. Be a Cooper Trooper. I do like the Cooper Trooper thing. I, <laughs> I do like that. That's that's pretty slick. Uh, you heard so other news. Results? Uh, other news. James Haskell got into some hot water uh, again. It's the big one. Uh, have you have you read up on this? No, I was waiting okay. for you to tell me. I wanted to be surprised. Okay, so I am actually ninety percent on his side in what happened. Right. So on the good, bad, and the rugby social media, they posted a, a thing. It was like a top five all-time caps for front row England players, right? And they listed off the numbers. Some Bristol Blit... I'm drunk. Uh, Bristol Bears women's player comments and goes, oh, uh, Poppy Clark has 136 or 137 England caps. She should be on this list because he forgot to specify men's England men's team. Okay. And then it became this whole shit show of everyone calling him a sexist piece of shit. How dare you Gosh. leave her out? It, it became a whole, and he's already had image issues. People already think bad shit about him. And they were like, they're tearing him apart. He was doing a live show for Good Bad Rugby. They were drinking, they're having a good time. He, he didn't have his phone on him during this. So he gets off and he sees this shit blowing up. And the, so he sees it and he goes, you know what? And he comments and he goes, have a day off you know, whoever. And then he took a second and was like, probably should delete that. But it got screenshotted, and then it got blown up, and it was this whole big fucking deal, and everyone was calling him sexist, and what a piece of shit he is, how he doesn't really support the women's game, all, all this horrible shit. And then he comes out and he goes, you know what? He was like, I've done so much to support the women's game. Like, you guys have no idea. He goes, we have had them on our podcast, which, by the way, Biggest rugby podcast. I know rugby pod one biggest rugby pod this year, but they were the they were the shit years ago. They were the ones that started growing women's rugby. Like they have been a huge advocate for women's rugby. 
especially him. He goes to games. He does all kinds of shit. He started, he helped start the Good to Scazzy Rugby, which is the women's Good Bad Rugby podcast. Like, he's done interviews. He's done so much shit for the women's game. And they're shitting all over him because he forgot to put men's in front of it, which to me just seems like Good Bad Rugby almost exclusively talks about not just men's rugby, but England men's rugby. What, what else are you expecting? When you see that, you should just go, oh, they're talking about the men's game. Because it's two different games. It is. Doesn't need to be a big deal. Should he have maybe put men's in front of it? Sure, whatever. But is it worth throwing a big fit about it and then trying to, like, assassinate his character over it? No, absolutely not. Then he gets pissed off because he takes it personally, which I would take that. I would take that personally, too. If I felt like I put effort into something and somebody came along and got offended over something that shouldn't cause offense and didn't mean to be offensive, I'd be upset over that, too. And I'd probably tell you to go suck a dick. And I think he was actually fairly nice about it. But he That got, was, yeah, I was pretty... Honestly, he got honestly, pretty mild, I think. Yeah, he yeah. basically got bullied into having to post a three-minute video, Good Bad Rugby came out with an apology, saying that he didn't handle it right. It, dude, this is whole bullshit. Yeah, he probably should have put men's in in today's world. Yeah, probably should have put men's in front of it. Was it worth them throwing a giant fucking fit over it? No. And honestly, he came out and he was like, I think it... He said, I think the women throwing a giant temper tantrum at this marginalizes what the women have been going through to get to the point where they're at. But you throwing a temper tantrum over me not putting men's in front of it makes you look worse it does because it makes you look like a well, crybaby because you're like we're not included yeah but it was it was one person and they blew out of proportion nobody else a, probably felt that way until she was like oh blah, 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 until, until a professional rugby player said it then everyone else jumped in the band no one thought like like you said no one thought a single fucking thing about it yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. I know I know what Hass does for the game. He, dude, this dude is all over rugby, whether it's international or a club. And he's he's and everywhere. He acts he's, like he acts like he isn't, but he is. That's the thing. Like, yeah, no, he he is he is he's definitely involved, and he does so much for the rugby community. Com- yeah. Jesus fuck, community. But yeah, I I think just for jumping his shit because I mean we we've done it too. When we did, you know, the, the British Night, well, there's now British Night Lions women. Well, they're talking about it, but. But, like, we've made our top 15s and shit like that, too. And, and like, Bristol, we did our top 15s, too. And not like the women. Oh, my God. We're sexist but like, now. It's not like. It's not we're, like we're trying to exclude the women, that, right? That's the thing. Like, if it was, the like, the NBA and the WNBA, you wouldn't pick a WNBA player in the all-time NBA rankings. Like, right. You, you wouldn't, because that's just not how it works. Yeah. It's not, I, it's not taking away his rankings for the top five. It wasn't rankings. It was a fact. It was the top five most capped front row players for England. It was a fact. It wasn't, like... He wasn't shitting on the women's game by not selecting them. When when you look at a good bad rugby post, you were thinking the men's men's game, because again, ninety percent of what they talk about on that show is the men's game, and ninety percent of what they talk about in the men's game is England. 
Well, 99% of what we talk about is the men's game. Yeah. I think we just... briefly touched on the women's game. And, and when we did, it was Recent. when the it Prem was... like, recently started kicking off on it. Or Six Nations. Or, or Six Nations, yeah. We but rarely touch pretty... on it. Yeah. And, and... Then, that, that, isn't shit, that isn't shitting on the women's game. No. It's just our knowledge is on the men's game. Right. That's yeah. they they literally made a separate podcast for the good scats and the rugby. Like, yeah, who's Emily Scarrett, who is an England Red Roses player, who is she's amazing. She's fucking amazing. She's probably the best player ever for the Red Roses. They have their own channel, their own show. So don't be coming on Good Bad Rugby and shitting on them because you wouldn't go shit on their podcast not mentioning the men's game. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, just, you're not going to go tear her apart for not mentioning the men's game. But you're going to shit on Hask and make him seem like a sexist pig because he made a top five lit, a, a top five factual list of front row forwards for England. Yeah, so he, he's a nicer man than I would have. First oh, of all, yeah, I, I would have not handled that nearly as well as he did. Well, I, well yeah. I Especially after drinking. Yeah, I probably would just like have a take a day off. Smooth as shit, first off, Hask. Smooth as shit. I, I don't even know how I would respond to that if somebody told me to take a day off after I was like, give a little even, smirky remark that wasn't even, even relevant. His apology, though, he came out his apology, like, you know, he's like, and I'll take my own advice and have a day off. It's like, dude, like, at, at least he kind of made light of it, but it was like, man, he shouldn't have, shouldn't have had to apologize for that. Well, that that's my thing, too. I would not have done an apology video. Well, so, the thing again, is, he, on him. he wouldn't. No. I don't think he would have had to if he didn't come out and say, like, oh, I've done more for the women's game than you could know, which, again, is true, but that kind of dug a deeper hole in today's society. Yeah. You know, people took that. Then. I think what I think is personally funny, not the women that get upset about it so much, because I can sort of see their argument. I can sort of see their argument. What I think is funny are the men that show up and the men are like, how dare you insult these fine women? The women's game is so much more skillful than the men's game. And it was just kind of like, pump the brakes there, dude. None of these girls are going to fuck you for saying that. Like, you know this, right? Like, <laughs> like just because you have their back on Instagram or Twitter does not mean that they're going to want to have sex with you over this. Like, here to tell you, like, I've watched some of the women's game. It's not more skillful than the men's game. And that isn't, again, it's not shitting on it. It's because a lot of these women don't pick the game up until they're older. It's like the U.S. We're not as good because our players aren't picking it up until after high school, after college. They're not playing it until later, whereas the men's, the guys that are playing it, they're playing from when they're kids, typically. The women that are playing professionally, in England, they are playing earlier, but looking at nations like Wales or Scotland or Italy, like, they're not playing until they're in their late teens, most of them. So technically, they are not as skillful because they haven't been playing in as long. So when they make these comments that are like, oh, the women's game is so much better. It's like, stop. Don't, don't bullshit. Like, it's growing. It's getting better. It's good. But it's not the men's game. Well, I mean, it, I, I don't see it like as in it's, it's better. I'd rather watch the men's or watch the women's. I'll watch women's sevens because I know where to watch it. Well, it's also because it's on the same programming, though. But if the you watch game, women's, the men's game it, happens and the next game is a women's game. 
yeah, women's 15s, I don't know where to watch it. And I'm not going to sit there and waste that, two hours true. trying that's to figure out where true. to watch it or where yeah, to subscribe to it. Yeah, if you're watching it, a blah, sevens blah. event, like, yeah, I'll watch women's sevens all the oh, time. Oh, dude. When I watched the Mexico sevens, they got their ass kicked, but I was oh, fucked. Oh, yeah, they got pumped. But hey, man, they... Oh, dude, they were going they hard into the paint. They were oh, fucking yeah. hard. Are, yeah, so, yeah, like, it's not like it's more skillful or, you know, blah, well, blah. It's, it's a, well, to me, it was like it's, I'm just watching rugby. I mean, because you watch New Zealand sevens and they are slick, son. Yeah, South Africa sevens, though, dude, they are unstoppable. Dude, it's slick, right? So it's not saying that, like, it's more skillful or not. Because if you watch South African or, or New my I'm my, talking fifteens. I'm talking fifteens. I'm not I, talking sevens. Like haven't I have not seen a single fifteens game, so I cannot talk about fifteens. Watching sevens, <laughs> that shit is slick, son. So to me, I'm just like I have, I have, I'm just saying I have though. Like I have seen it. Like yeah. And I'm not saying that they're. I'm not saying they are not skillful. I'm saying that they are not on the same level as the men. That's not an insult. That is absolutely one hundred percent not an insult. That is a fact. If you've been playing for six years and so and so has been playing for twenty-two years, there's gonna be a difference there. That's just if I go to my job and my foreman has been we're doing this for twenty-five years, I've been doing it for eight, he's gonna be more skillful at this job than me. If the guy below me has been doing it for three years, I'm gonna be more skillful than him. It literally just comes down to time. Yeah, I mean, most I of the know, men are playing longer but... than most of the women. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, again, I guess we have two different points too. I don't it, see it as less skillful, points. but I don't know 15s, so you do. Yeah. Uh, sevens, New Zealand sevens to me, I think is just as good. It's, I mean, it's slick. These do these chicks are smooth. What's Mackenzie? Is it Mackenzie? Who's the captain for New Zealand sevens? Wherever it is, that bitch is crazy. I just, I, the only sevens players I know are the U.S. players. I know Nia Tapper is an absolute fucking beast, dude. Nia Tapper is insane for the U.S. Actually, I don't even think it's McKenzie because I was going to say McKenzie Dern, but she's a jiu-jitsu a fighter MMA for the UFC. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's not her. So not, not her. Not, not McKenzie. But I know the face. <laughs> the, U, the U.S. women are kick-ass at sevens. Actually, they're going to 15s, too. I think they might have actually yeah. won the first... Did the U.S. women win the first World Cup? Yeah. No, I mean, what? The U.S. women might have won the first World, Women's World Cup. What? Our, dude, our, our women's yep. team, are there. they're good, man. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little too harsh on Hask. Especially if you know what he's done. If you don't know what he's done for just rugby in general, not just women's rugby, just but for rugby in general, then uh, maybe you should chill the fuck out a little bit. It's it's the whole thing where people like he shits on himself. A lot of the times, people think it's okay to shit on him. And every every interview, every episode of Good Bad Rugby, he's like, "Oh, well, I had no skill. I couldn't catch. Couldn't pass. Blah, blah, blah. He talks all this shit about himself. He's a self." you know, deprecating person um, because that's how you deal with, he, he's talked about it. He's like, he's openly said this. It's how you talk about not feeling good about yourself is that if you talk shit about yourself, then when other people do it, it won't hurt as much. Right. 
This dude earned a shitload of caps for his country. I've seen the way he plays. I mean, this he's one of the ones that got me into rugby. When I was watching highlights in high school, it was James Haskell fucking people up. Like, then this is one of the dudes that literally got me interested in rugby was in high school watching, you know, highlights on YouTube. And he was a big part of that. So, and I made yeah, that. so US, USA won the first women's World Cup. We beat Let's England. go. We beat England 19 to 6. Uh, in 1994, they played in Scotland. We lost to England 38 uh, 23. 1998, we lost to New Zealand 44 12. But three years in a row, US, or not three years, three World Cups in a row, the US went to the finals three years straight. So, hashtag more skillful. Hashtag more skillful. <laughs> well, then the men's team, uh, I'll give it to them. <laughs> Maybe that's what she was talking about. Maybe. Yeah, she was talking about U.S. rugby. She's like, oh, yeah, those guys are garbage. <laughs> yeah. Nobody talks about USA women's rugby. Hask. Hask, yeah, what the fuck, Hask. Yeah, Jesus, Hask. <laughs> I just feel bad, dude. He's he's done so much, and people just shit all over him. No, he's a he's a great fucking dude, and like I said, way nicer than I am because I oh would've... I I would have handled that. I mean, it's... okay, he's had media training, but I would have handled that so much worse. But still, if somebody nobody's ever important gonna listen to our podcast and be like, "Wow, these guys said this," and uh, again. I, I'm pretty out there until it comes to predictions. I'm pretty out there. I just say what I think. I'm not doing an apology video for absolutely fucking nobody. Oh, for anything? No. No, that absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. So for has to no, know hey, he's in the right. Hey, if you guys listen to our other podcast, um, and you'll understand for sure. Yeah, for so, yeah, for has history on tap. Check us out. History on tap, dog. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So for Hass to know that he's in the right still, like he didn't do anything wrong, and he's still like, okay, I'll put out an apology video. I'll do it half-heartedly with a little bit of yeah. joking. That's still more than I would have done. I did the McConnor, the Conor McGregor way. Just like, yeah, I apologize. Absolutely fucking nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, to be fair, I hate that guy. Uh, Hask? Oh, Connor. Connor. Yeah. Not Hask. I love Hask. I no. I think he's great. No, Connor. Fuck that guy. Haskins out there punching old men for not drinking his whiskey, all right? Like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Pretty fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. It's pretty fair. I think so. Yeah. Nope. Uh, I am 100% Hask. Yeah, I'm pretty much Team Hask. And I, I get the whole just, – just because of the world we live in that, like, you know, you know you have to be, like – Men's and women's, you have to separate. That's the only thing I can kind of see. See, should have put men's. Just to avoid the situation. Same time, though, like, it's, we were talking about this. Over, way overblown reaction to what happened, I think. Yeah, pretty retarded. Pretty retarded. Yeah. Oh, well, now that the big news is out of the way, what else do you got? It's just lots of player transfers. Lots of people are coming and going. It's just, and there's, there's too much to, 
list right now. Well, it sounds like that's it. Sounds like that's it. We're done. Well, there's a more solid list of who's going where we can pick out the bigger names. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because last year we did like everybody and it was too much. It it was a little strenuous. It was a lot. So we'll pick out the big names when we know in the next month or so. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Calling it out. Callum Sheedy back to Wales, though. Oh, we know that's happening. With McGinty going over, he's he's on his way out, dog. They might keep him for a year, though. I bet they might want to run two tens. Uh, I, yeah, you have uh, Tiff Eden. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> now, isn't there something that if you if you're international for Wales, you have to start playing for a Welsh team or within a certain time limit? Yeah, so, there's like a 60 cap rule or something. Like you got to have like 60 caps where you can move out. Or you, if you have more than 60 caps, you, I don't fucking know. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know no, it's he, a 60 cap rule. I just don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, we'll figure it out next episode. Probably not. I'll um, talk to Will. He'll tell me what it is. There you go. Yeah, so he, he's probably going to like, sadly, probably the Dragons. I... I yeah, sadly. He's I think probably... he'd go. I think he'd go to a good team, though. I think he'd go to like Cardiff or. I think he'd be like, yeah, I'd love to go to Cardiff or like the Scarlet. Or Scarlet or, or even maybe the Ospreys. the Ospreys. But uh, I think, I think Dragons the Dragons would pay him a lot more probably. Dragons would be like, hey man, we really like you to come over here. Well, honestly though, Dragons have a good ten. Sam Davis is a good ten. They just don't have anybody else to be good. Yeah, but Callum Street is better. I don't know. When he puts Sam Davis on a good team, he's gonna look good too. <laughs> Davis is a good. Sam Davis is a good player. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't shit on Callum Sheedy going to no, another I can't team. Either. I can't either. To be fair, he has played like shit this year for Bristol. Oh, overall, garbage. overall, he's a good player. But yeah. Wales didn't even they didn't even look at him this year. They were like, hey, um, well, I, I could, wouldn't either. He literally got thirty seconds of game time. Yeah. And they were like, all right, you're, we're dropping you for Gareth Anscombe. No, bye-bye. Yeah, dude. And it it feels so dumb from a year ago when I'm sitting here trying to make this this argument with, like, Calum Sheedy or Dan Biggs. And dude, a year ago, it was getting to the it, point where it was going to be. Yeah, right, right. This like, year, I was, like, I was telling you, I was like, dude, I was like, Sheedy's going to, by, by World Cup, I was like, it's going to be reversed. Shady will be starter, Biggs will be backup, but not anymore. It's not happening. Nope. No. No. I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I think maybe he got a big head. Who knows? Maybe because I mean he was like he was legit pushing for the starting Wales jersey, and then you know you know where he dropped off when he got mouthy to the ref whenever he was captain one time, and it, it, one it, time. It, yeah, it fell down, and it, from that point on, he got that big head like, oh yeah, I'm fucking captain. And he yeah. starts mouthing off to the fucking ref. And I'm even sitting here like, damn, Sheedy. I'd call I kind of had a his back bit. a little bit. I was kind of like, hey, man. I know you did. Good, I was like, he's kind of trying to make a good impression. First time as captain. He's trying to stand up for his guys. But he went too far. Oh, dude, he was mouthy as shit. Then again, we see who his daddy is. Hey, man. <laughs> I gotta have a daddy like that, all right? 
Everybody's got a daddy like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Sheedy, uh, I don't know, man. Dude got me into rugby. He got me into the position that I like to, you know, I want to play. Yeah, that's what I like about Hask. I mean, that dude got me into, like, literally it was we were watching in the, the high school library, watching videos on YouTube. It was one of the recommended. We watched the NFL Hardest Hits. The next one came up was Rugby Hardest Hits. And then it was, like, you know, Biggest Thugs of Rugby. Like we Biggest watched, Thugs, yeah. Biggest Thugs. We watched that shit and was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, Actually, you know, I lied. Callum didn't get me into rugby. It was a fucking movie that got me into rugby. And the first player I actually watched was uh, Carlin Isles. Yep. And then when I started watching games to like further understand 15s, it was Bristol. That was the first game I watched in Shady and Urine. I watched them two guys, and I was like, damn. Yeah. That's my That's kind of how it was for me. Like, cause I watched uh, Invictus. After that, I was like, oh, Invictus. Like, I'll, I'll check it out. Watched it. But that was a great fucking movie. Um, and then afterwards, I started watching um, Pro 14 because it was on ESPN Plus, which you know, I paid the you know, five bucks a month for, whatever it was. But uh, yeah, I watched all the Glasgow games. And they had, you know, Stuart Hogg, Johnny Gray, Finn Russell. I mean, they were absolutely fucking murdering people, just wrecking everybody by like 30 points. It's like, this is the shit, man. Like, this is awesome. Like, I fucking love this. Yeah. And I mean, now it is, you know, obviously Glasgow, we lost all those guys. And they're not as good. But um, that's what really got me into it. So, uh, but I have a lot of, you know, Hask was like, he was a big part of that shit. Watching old games on YouTube that already happened. Um, oh, yeah. I watched the final, the prem final between Wasps and Saracens, I think. That's one of the best games I've ever seen. I mean, and he absolutely obliterates Owen Farrell in that game. I think, I think, so still bad. one of my favorite rugby moments was. Um, uh, I don't know if it was for the finals or whatnot, but it was Ireland versus France, and they are just somehow inching their way forward in the red already. Six Nations. It was probably Six Nations. And, like, they just keep inching and inching, and they're just crash-balling and crash-balling and crash-balling. last year? I don't think so. Or two years ago. It, it had been at least two years ago, because it wasn't last year. Probably two then, years ago then. They finally get to a certain point, and they pitch it back to Sexton, and Sexton drop-kicks it for the win. That was probably one of my favorite rugby moments. And I fucking YouTubed it, because I wasn't watching rugby at that moment. Did you see Tide Furlong's pass? No. Oh, my God. I got to bring this shit up. Johnny Sexton was talking about, he's like, oh, there's going to be talking about Tide Furlong playing 12. <laughs> They're gonna okay. Have okay, the dude's already got the step. Like, he can already outstep anybody. I mean, as a prop. Right? It was like one time, okay. It's one time, but the dude's got good footwork. He can pass it. I mean, he is great as a scrummager. Absolutely incredible. I mean, he's he's got to be the best fucking prop in the world right now. Well, you got any more news? Uh, I'm trying to find that tag for a long pass. I can show it to you because it's just unfucking believable. All right, what else you got? 
That's, that's it, man. There's a lot of other shit about like, oh, is Tulagi going to join the England squad for their tour? But is he hurt still? It's like just, England got to move on from that guy. He's always fucking. He's great when he's healthy, but he's always fucking hurt. At this point, they need to bring in someone else to play twelve and leave them there to play twelve because you're not going to have a solid player playing there until the World Cup because Mane just keeps getting hurt. Bring in someone else that you want to develop and leave in as your 12 for the next year going into the World Cup. That way you have a really good 12 going into it instead of hoping that maybe Manu can play for you, which he won't because he's injury prone as fuck. Maybe that's rude to say. All right, Hask, calm down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right everybody that's uh that's it for episode 42 this week you're not getting an impression but next week somebody's bound to lose so send in who you think you want the loser to impersonate while they do the closing out uh thing message stuff uh and yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll think about it. More than likely, it's going to be John. He's going to have to do the... Yeah. Because he made terrible decisions. I didn't make some pretty bad picks. So. Awfuls. So, and he's already, I think, said yes. So, yeah. So... I didn't, I didn't agree to it, but I think that's kind of what we're headed to anyway. So that, That's it. We have nothing else. It's been a year and a half. This is what we're fucking doing. And unless anybody else has any other uh, things they want to send in... Reasonable, reasonable suggestions. Come on, yeah, folks. But, but come on, come on. We know they're not because they haven't sent in anything as of yet. That's true. Also, Germany, come on, dude. We know you yeah. listen to our other podcasts. Just hit us up, motherfucker. What are you scared of? Send us an email. We're not going to bite. Or maybe we will if you want us to. I don't know. Wow. Kind of sounded like uh, one of our other co-hosts. Which one? <laughs> both both oh, that shit got weird uh, <laughs> so with everything being said uh, this has been episode 42 of Scrumped Up so if you want to get a hold of us which you probably won't uh, you can email us at questions at scrumpeduppodcast.com or everything rugby at scrumpeduppodcast.com we also have Instagram and Facebook uh, don't forget to check out our other podcasts where we just get shit face trash can wasted uh and we go over history topics all sorts of history topics um like that Joan one, of Arc and blackbeard so really yeah. fun stuff uh it's me and jacob again it's also with uh my gay cousin and his boyfriend so they add some extra insight to it whoa 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 it's is, his oh, not, it's not gay sorry boyfriend. it's not gay boyfriend and gosh uh, it's a. Uh, some great insight, I think. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We, if yeah. you like how we go off the rails on this one, you're gonna really love the other show. It's pretty wild. It, it's really a blast. And sometimes it gets a little too wild, to where um... uh, we're we're also planning on having a uh, history after dark. After dark, yeah. Series come out where it's completely unfiltered, unedited. Um, not for the easily offended, but 
we'll see about even releasing that. Um, yeah. If there's, if there's interest, we're going to release it. Yeah, we might yeah, have to experiment with that one. Uh, but yeah, no, go check out that one. It's doing uh, pretty decent. People like it. It's doing and, very well, uh, actually. It's doing doing very well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, people like history better than like rugby, I guess. Well, it, France really loves it, too. So Again, that's what we're doing for the punishment as of yet, unless somebody else is some other bullshit. So send in your impersonations. Who do you want us to try to impersonate as we close out this? Again, this is all closed out. So could you imagine oh, yeah. trying to oh, do the impersonation this whole this minutes, time? It's going to be awful. Yeah, terrible, dude. Awful for you. For you. Yeah, for I'm me, cool for with me. it. Uh, I'm, I'm down with the dog. See, I'm not cool with it. I get, I get very nervous doing that stuff. Uh even though it's fun and dumb, I get I'll get really nervous about it. Like, oh, we will do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. So yeah, you'll you'll figure oh, it out. But I will I will do my best. All right. But well, again, anyways, I have, to, I have to lose first. So yeah. Yeah. To what? I have to lose first. Well, it's coming up. We'll see. First punishment. That's gonna be you, dog. All right. Well, calling it right now. Two hundred bucks. Cool. No. Oh. <laughs> hey, I just bought the rest of my AR. I don't have that kind of money laying around. All right. Well, anyways, thank you guys for always listening. Uh, like Pops, Mini Horse, and Will. No, for real. We actually had a, a pretty big following after being out for six weeks. So for those of you that came back in and listened straight away, it, it really did actually mean a lot for you guys to just show back up like nothing happened. So that was, that was really cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I guess with that, a further ado, we'll see you next week. Or talk to you next week. Fuck, fucking cue the music. God damn it. <laughs> Ta-ta for now.